now we are actually recording. Uh, Brian, please say hello. Hey. All right. I am the nefarious Mike A. Sims. This is the overlord that I've made multiple references to. Brian Peoples, he is the producer of Why Did I Like It? Uh, He's usually found chopping down my episodes, cutting out anecdotes that say uh, that I care. Um, Anything with love and tenderness is uh, (laughs) This one won't be edited at all. Oh, good, 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 good. Uh, Do you want to tell them what we're doing today, Brian? Unless it's to my advantage. Uh, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown's Christmas. That's right. We're going to do Charlie Brown. Uh, in all of his glory. Um, since we are we are streaming this live right now on YouTube, and for both of you who are watching us, thank you. Uh, the rest of you who, who missed it, we will never post it, so you'll never see it. So I hope when you go home, no, 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 don't, don't, don't stop, don't stop the podcast. I hope when you go home, you you think about what you've done and what, what you have missed out on in this this fantastic moment of history. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so Brian, a little bit of backstory about Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie Brown is a sad, sad boy, and nothing ever goes right for him. He's more of a cautionary tale than he is a, <laughs> a cartoon. <laughs> it's really upsetting to watch. Um, I can't think of a time where I've ever walked away from a Charlie Brown cartoon and thought, I'm really glad we did this. This is, I feel so. But the truth is, I really don't remember much of Charlie Brown. I remember mm. the stereotypes of each character, the little dirty boy. There was the, the, the lesbians. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think the dirty boy was black. The girl, the girl he liked. Wasn't it the girl he liked that was always picked on him? Uh, no, that was the one who, you know, that's a Hey Arnold. I think, the, no, I don't think we saw the one he liked. I, you know, honestly, I don't remember. Maybe it was, maybe it was the one who picked on him he liked. Was it Lucy? You know, I don't think it was Lucy. Lucy. Yeah, was I don't Lucy? know. If, I don't know if he liked her or not. Mm. Mm. Well, the adults, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. They, yeah. they didn't, yeah. Which adults do sound like in real life. That's true. Even me. My son said something the other day, and I said, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 so we're going to, on that bright, positive note, we're going to watch a Charlie Brown Christmas or Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, or What's It To You, Charlie Brown. What's it, what's it called then? A Charlie Brown holiday? You know, honestly, it doesn't even, I don't think it matters at this point. A Charlie Brown Christmas. Now, of course, because, you know, YouTube and, and copyright laws and the FBI, you know, when I was younger, I don't know if you remember this, Brian, but there would always be this disclaimer in bright red with like white lettering, it was huge block letters that would say, the FBI will come after you if you copyright any of this movie. And they did. They did. <laughs> they, they really did. I spent most of my youth in prison. <laughs> For Air Bud 2. <laughs> Not even Air Bud. Brian was in jail for Air Bud too. Sat in the back of the theater with a talk boy and he recorded the whole movie. And he played it to his class. And talk boy. Talk a boy. yak back? Yes. We're of slightly <laughs> different eras, but <laughs> talk boy. A yak back, which was five second increments. <laughs> it was wait, yeah. Basically a recorder that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Just play back a little too fast. That's what a yak back was, right? Yeah, it was a parrot. Yeah, okay. And, but it, I remember it being very short. Like <laughs> it was, it was, it was only obnoxious. There was nothing else to really do with that other than bother people. So imagine having to watch, listen to an entire movie. <laughs> to Brian's <laughs> yak back. <laughs> we are going to watch this. Uh, at some point. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, do we have it? Yeah, I have it right here. I downloaded it from uh, Apple Plus. If you too would like to be sad by the uh, the woes of Charlie Brown, you can find this on uh, Apple TV Plus. 
Before we hop into it, I know that we've already said whatever, but this is the special Christmas episode. If you're watching us on YouTube, I'm actually wearing a Christmas sweater. Brian, if you're not listening, uh, if you're not watching, you're listening. I'm wearing a Christmas sweater, sweatshirt actually with Mickey on it. Very uh, festive and wearing plaid pants. I, I look fantastic. Brian is wearing a black leather jacket indoors, a turtleneck also still indoors. Uh, he did have glasses on, but he did forego the glasses for a scowl. So Brian, we'll come back on. Yeah, I was shooting for arrogance and basically to assert dominance. It's reading a little <laughs> feminine, I think. All right, so let's seriously get into this show. I know that we've uh, been vamping for a little bit, and you guys, you don't come here for the personalities. You come here for takes on shows and things you don't remember, like Superhuman Samurai, Cyber Squad, and Power Rangers and all that good stuff. So what we're going to do, like I said before, is we're going to play this from Apple TV+. Plus. We're going to, of course, have the headphones in. If you're streaming, you can watch us watch it, which is always good. Um, for those of you who've ever been in love, you've watched people sleep. I've never done that because I don't love anyone but myself. For those of you who haven't been in love, <laughs> you'll find that person someday. And if you don't, oh, well, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just like me, I feel like someday maybe I'll change the world. Maybe I'll be that guy who brings about this great, impactful moment to someone's life. Or maybe I won't. And it's okay. Either way, I honestly don't care. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> Whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I already have a son. I feel like that's good enough. You know what I mean? So it's starting out right now. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, it's actually, it's actually a, a very popular Christmas song now. The actual theme from the Charlie Brown Christmas movie is usually played. They're all skating a lot closer to each other than they need to and with very little heart. Well, it's a pond. I mean, so, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. The pond looked a little bit bigger than uh, they were yeah. taking advantage of. That's true. That's true. I mean, this is back in the like in the whatever time it is. So, you know, you didn't... Because if you moved too far away from other kids, you were immediately kidnapped, like, all the time. People, you know... Okay, I don't know if you notice this, Brian. People always like, oh, back when in the 70s and 80s, we used to ride our bikes to kids' houses. But weren't those kids always getting kidnapped? Yeah, that's when I think kidnapping started, was in the 70s. <laughs> I'd say I... You guys think we joke, but I believe that's the truth. Charlie already with a look of absolute horror on his Seriously, face. what is he really bummed Really nothing going about? on yet. I also think this is, gusta, yeah, this is a Latin. <laughs> we got Spanish subtitles. <laughs> so we started off, like Brian said, Charlie Brown just looking bummed for no reason. Just just because. And his best friend was like, oh, Charlie Brown, you suck. In a nutshell. He said more and it was a little bit more nuanced, but that's really what he's getting to. Why was, okay, Snoopy is like, Brian, what is he doing? What is, what? I don't know. He's, he's showboating and making a real scene on the ice <laughs> and everyone's getting on board with it, but it's just... Get, <sighs> I don't, I don't get Snoopy personally. Oh, me neither. Me neither. He's the kind of can do no wrong character that, but also doesn't have any real redeeming qualities outside of that. It's just, there's nothing to cling to. No, not, no. I'm not emotionally invested in Snoopy at all. No. Physically invested. Yes. Emotionally, no. Uh, Charlie, yo, this is such a bum. I, I hate Charlie. <laughs> the, the music is devastating, by it's, the way. Seriously, I feel like we're watching a funeral. Like a little boy just came back and was told, your father is dead. And I can't stress enough that nothing has happened yet. No, no. Well, Brian was taking Snoopy to task for just kind of existing. Charlie Brown just decided to walk up to a mailbox for some reason, just expecting that people gave him something for Christmas, like a Christmas card. Did you send anything to Charlie Brown? Did you send anything out? You know what? Okay, I got to calm down. He's <laughs> Wow. All right. So, okay. Interesting. Charlie really bringing it on himself so far. Walks right up to a girl. Thanks for the Christmas card. She says, I didn't send one. Yeah. Well. Charlie Brown also uh, 
just kind of going around picking at people for not send, like Snoopy reading a newspaper and eating bones for not sending him a Christmas card, like Brian just said. Um, but I will say that is that feminism we just saw? <laughs> this is the most pointless movie. <laughs> it's like five seconds in. These kids are all just a drag. I don't remember being this negative with my friends when I was younger. I feel like we were watching WWE, we were watching Monday Night Raw. We were eating Hot Pockets all the time. There was never any parents around. And I feel like Mountain Dew was extreme. They really did forget to have that sort of uh, upbeat character to offset things. Everybody has the ton of, uh. Exactly. It's like being, okay, I don't know if you guys, I don't know what the, what the average age of our listeners is, but if you were around the scene back in the day where everybody was bummed out, there's at least one person in the scene, the emo, pop punk, whatever you want to call it, who at least seemed happy to be there. All everyone else was lamenting about, you know, the fact that things were terrible. This is, imagine, an emo scene with no one having fun. And they're all just questioning each other. Like, it's just like, what are you doing? What makes you want to throw a snowball? Snow stops abruptly. <laughs> falling the entire time. As he's walking away, snow, even snow mid-fall is now gone. Which is, I mean, that's an animated being like, you know what? This, this, this is bumming me out and just stopped. Okay, hold on. I never realized. Th- this is crazy. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rant time. Okay, it really is because I have this. This has been something that I've noticed from back in the day, and I never actually had a, a chance to to to, to uh, zero internet. Charlie Brown, like most kids in the in these kind of this 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 you know childlike euphoria, they'll have lemonade stands, they'll sell Girl Scout cookies, they'll sell something like like a rock collection. Charlie Brown's friend Lucy is selling psychiatric help for five cents. What kind of weird, like depressing, sad moment is that where it's like, you know what? I don't know what I can sell for these kids, but this whole neighborhood is just bumming me out. So I'm going to sell them someone to listen to. And more than that, I feel like Lucy is really a, a, a huge source of uh, Charlie's psychiatric trouble. <laughs> so this is like a real vicious cycle. Uh, yeah, she's like <laughs> playing, playing cards on the, like, what is that game? Three card Monty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just she's she's clearly the, the the architect of his of his despair and is profiting how I many mightily five cents back in the fifties might as well be a thousand dollars now because I feel like movies cost a nickel movies are now twenty six dollars so psychiatric help for twenty six dollars after she as Brian pointed out is messing with him emotionally because I think Lucy is the same one who holds the football for him to kick it and moves it every single time that's exactly right Lucy also gave him her friend's number and when. Charlie texted her friend. The friend never hit her back. And then when he called the friend, the friend said, who is this? I don't know, Lucy. And she said, Mike, listen, I told you your friend. I mean, Charlie, Charlie, sorry. Charlie, listen, your friend. (laughs) This is a real story. (laughs) Your friend is not interested in you. And you know what? If uh, Kelly ever thinks that I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to forget about Charlie. Kelly, why did you hit me back, girl? Um, I'm joking. That's not really the story. But she really is the architect of his demise. And it really is like crazy to think that I, I never, I never put that together that she just, just tr- like tortures him and torments him relentlessly. And then it's like, hey man, you need to calm down, Charlie Brown. Paying advance to a can, five cents. How is Charlie Brown just whipping out five cents like it's nothing? You know, that's crazy in movies when it's like, I need 200 bucks and they whip out $200. No one ever goes to the ATM. They always have cash on them. Lucy has now had, now she got Charlie Brown's five cents. Charlie Brown is five cents. You know, I can't, I, why do we pick this? The sad music from the beginning is playing throughout and it's making me so upset. Now, we're at a point where Lucy is straight up saying, who is this? Okay, you know, who is Charlie Brown for? Let's like, Brian, who do you think this is for? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. She just gets some real deep psychological insight into like 
people that I know who are in their 40s have this kind of emotional trauma that she's just described about Charlie Brown. This is crazy. I really think this was meant to be genuinely relatable to people in the 60s that were just without parents and torturing each other, and there was really no silver lining to life. To say psychopaths. A whole generation. I mean, not far off from Bill Burr's depiction in... Um, F is for family. F is for family. Great yeah, show. it's really just, you're left to your own devices, nothing really goes right, and <laughs> there's no resolution at the end. It's just onward and upward. Good luck to you. Just slowly trudging through a horrible life. Okay. Charlie is sort of self-assigning himself as the Christmas director. Yeah, because that's what you need. Somebody sad at the top, because that's never backfired in any situation. Did Lucy like him? You know, I will say this. It's time for, oh, oh time for some information, baby birds. Uh, Big Eagle Mike's about to break you off or something. Charlie Brown is actually based on the life of Charles Schultz, the guy who actually created Peanuts. Peanuts is the name of the entire comic strip that Charlie Brown is based on, which basically was a reenactment of Charles Schultz's life. He did like a girl with red hair, and that was like his childhood crush that never gave him the time of day. So, of course, like any other healthy, emotionally, you know, mature man, he made an entire series based on a chick who never gave him the time of day. <laughs> it was his life's work. <laughs> Listen, buddy, I got rejected like 30 times this last week. If I Get have to suffer, it. you all have to suffer with me. That's true. That's true. That should be the name of my... You know, let's name that... Let's make a podcast and name that the name of it. If I have to suffer... <laughs> we'll just watch sad cartoons back in the day. <laughs> and just... Just wallow in it. Oh, no. Brian's also in a band called My Christmas Morning that recently got back together. And they're releasing music soon. This has nothing to do with anything, but I'm just so sick of Charlie Brown's sad... Die, they went back to the sad music. Right. Right. It's sort of lounge music all throughout. It's true. It's true. It's but, not necessarily settled. Like, this is their idea of a neutral sound. You know what? Maybe because I don't have a leather jacket on. Because I feel like you're lounging right now, and I'm just high anxiety, Christmas stress. I'm so laid back at some point. <laughs> and I'm just on, I'm literally on the edge of my seat right now. Just like, I don't know, nothing's going to go right for Christmas. Is that his sister? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. She's got a long list of demands for him now that he's the director of this whole operation. Okay, I'm not going to lie. That's very on point. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this out there, but I was actually an actor, failed. And um, when I'd be on set, actors would constantly go to the director with all their ideas and all their foolishness. It was always terrible. Oh, he just said, are you my sister? Or something, something, my sister. The subtitles are still in Spanish, which neither Brian nor I uh, speak. What is, what is this Okay, now? the dance scene. Okay. Everybody's on the theater stage. You would, you would imagine they're rehearsing for something. Also, still no, no, no adults, no, no principals, no teacher, nothing. Just other kids in front, in charge of other yeah. kids. <laughs> They've all got their own one dance move. The music is non-specific. It's not really. It's hard to pinpoint what genre that would even be. <laughs> Did this you... girl appears to be wearing waffles. Um... <laughs> is that Patty Mayonnaise? Oh no, that's from that's from Doug. Also, notice what they said. Char okay, so they're they're doing a play right now. Just catch up on where the story is. They're doing a play. Charlie Brown, as Brian said, is a self-appointed director of said play, despite having nothing at all in the way of artistic vision or even happiness or even personality. He's just bummed out. He was just going around bumming everybody out. And they're like, we're doing a play. And he's like, I want to be in charge of it. And as two of the actresses in the play said, oh, Charlie Brown's in charge of this play. Uh, she said, oh, no, Charlie Brown's in charge. We're doomed. So that's the name of the person who this movie's about, ladies and gentlemen. Other characters say mm. we're doomed because of him. When was this recorded in a basement? You know there's always been like a real lack of discipline between 
Charlie and Snoopy. Like, Snoopy is just mocking him all the time. He He's got no boundaries <laughs> at all, and they just let him hang. Seriously. It's almost, it's almost disrespectful. Like, he's really... He's really having a negative impact on Charlie's self-esteem, and it's not what you want in a dog. <laughs> Ryan is a dog owner, so he knows. <laughs> My dog is not that different from Snoopy now that you mention it. It's true. It's true. He does play guitar and dance just like Snoopy is in this scene. He also did get on stage when I tried to put together a play. Sweet Baby Cookie was like, listen, having it. Started playing guitar. All right. Fascist Charlie Brown has entered the scene. <laughs> no. No, this dancing is not working for me, bud. <laughs> because if there's anything that I've learned about doing anything that's worthwhile or enjoying, it's worthwhile or has enjoyment, it's that having fun should never be a part of it. As a matter of fact, I make it a point to never have fun. I'm not having any fun right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in comes the dusty kid. Nobody, <laughs> his teachers, his parents, nobody ever addresses how <laughs> filthy this fucking kid is. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He has, uh, it's okay. I have to take care of it. He uh, has, uh, <laughs> he has a cloud of death. So his name is Pigpen. For those of you, for the uninitiated, Peanuts, I got to pause it. Let me break this down because I'm assuming that our, that our audience enjoys their lives and doesn't subject themselves to this. Just for the uninitiated, Peanuts is the name of the actual, like I said before, comic strip that Charlie Brown is based on. Now, the Peanuts gang was the name of the crew of kids that Charlie Brown basically like just made miserable with his sadness. Now there was different characters to his, uh, as Brian said before, the the alleged uh, LGBTQ ones, Patty and um, I can't remember the other girl's name. There was Linus, who I think is Charlie's best friend. There was the blonde one. There was Shorter, who I think played piano. I'm like, I think these are the names. If not, Google exists and it's 2022, almost 2023, so you guys can figure this out. Pigpen now, the Brian was pointing out, was the dirty one who would just walk around with a cloud of dirt just all over him. I did think Pigpen was black, but I don't know it was the Did 50- you? I, yeah, I, maybe I was hoping he was. I don't think there's a black character in Peanuts. Uh, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think there is. It's not, for, it's not for me to... <laughs> exactly. Like, like, tread carefully. <laughs> tread carefully. All right. Um, uh, I'm hope. Well... Let's see where this goes. Having... No, go ahead, Having please. set him up as this dirty piece of shit, I really <laughs> wish that you would... Oh, geez. Okay, sorry. Right. No, we know. We know. This was a, this was a, this was a comic from the 50s. We know Pigpen was the black kid. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. He might be. No, 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 no. There was a, I think there's a real black kid in here. What was his name? And it's, it's easy to tell. Was his name I, Jerome? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, okay. Don't know I'm going to watch Charlie Brown Christmas Eve black. That's fine. Maybe he he's a, he'll make an appearance. I'm sure he will. Like, maybe like at a gas station attendant oh, or a janitor. He's making an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Pigpen. And we're going to have an uproar. We're both getting canceled today. Yes, finally. I wanted to go ahead and a blaze of cancel culture glory. Send all your hate mail to at Fallweather. <laughs> just, just send it to him. So we're back at it. Lucy's now young at the other kids. All the kids are just dancing on the stage. Oh, Lucy in support of Charlie. Because like you said, she's, she's manipulating him and destroying him emotionally. Mm-hmm. At this point, you know what? Honestly, I think Charlie Brown probably ends up married to Lucy because that kind of psychological torture. I think so too. She's a real alpha and he's obviously not. Yes. Um, uh, I don't imagine it's a real loving, you know, comfortable sort of relationship. Listen, but I it never is. How it, goes. it never is. <laughs> you gotta you gotta pair with someone. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever to those of you out there, just get it over with. These kids are all so miserable. There's another kid complaining now about his part. So to, to, to Brian's point, Lucy is now 
straight up like just taking over control as the alpha male she is. Charlie is like still yelling at like a wall or something like that with his fascist uh, mega horn. Linus, who has attachment issues because clearly one of his parents mm. have left, he's he has a blanket with him all the time. What's really standing out to me about Linus here is he has these curved hairs that sort of go past his head. They go past his head on both sides. <laughs> so it's like, what? This is, I had this issue with Stewie Griffin for a long time where oh, I was like, yeah. is his hair going back or forward? And depending yes. on the episode, it would be different. They would switch the direction of it. Absolutely. Yes. And when they did that side profile in one episode, it, like I almost I think I had to check myself into a psychiatric ward for at least a month because I just couldn't handle it. Oh, yeah, the little kid that um, plays piano. Plays spectacular piano. Okay, look at Pigman. And Charlie doesn't even like that. (laughs) What is the, what play, what is the, okay, I don't know what the play is supposed to be. They have, they just, Charlie and Lucy are just yelling at everyone who does anything. So when they were dancing, uh, that's true. It's a real communication issue. Like nobody has explained to anybody what the show's supposed to be. And I think that's what's going on. Unless it really was just sort of a dance party. Which is fine, because as a, as a fan of dance parties, Dance Party Plus, Dance Dance Revolution, uh, Just Dance, Dance Dance by Fall Out Boy. And if I may, our dirt, yeah, I hear, I hear all of the things you're saying, and Thank I you. like it a lot. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the Dirty Young Man is back on the screen, and there's absolutely no chance this is uh, yeah, okay. anything but a d- dirty little white boy. Okay, I will say, to Brian, I was hoping that Pigpen would be, would be uh, shown as the black one, just because that would be a a situational minefield to navigate for Brian, but he is just a uh, average dirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> average neglected child, a latchkey kid, if you will. At best, he doesn't seem to live indoors at all. <laughs> he, might, he might not even go to the school. Okay, the audio, do you notice the audio of this of this entire production? Like, it sounds literally that they, like they recorded it on like a phone. Yeah, it does seem like they were maybe outside of a jazz club when they were doing the voiceover or something. Could you imagine? Yeah, scat. Hey, guys, what are you guys doing out here? Oh, just recording this Charlie Brown Christmas episode. Y'all want in? Y'all want in? Is Big Ben Black? He is. <laughs> there it is. Let's 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 uh, do some spoken word during this, <laughs> during this episode. Charlie Brown, you are brown on the outside. Oh, oh. God, good grief. Okay. Oh, is that from this? His only, yeah. yeah. Good grief, the originator. But uh, he has just lost his only support in Lucy. <laughs> Lucy's in good spirits, though. Maybe she's taking over his job. It's hard to tell. We're watching this in Spanish, kind of. Yeah. There seems to be a shepherd in the mix. There is, which just, I don't, I don't know. Is this the story of Jesus now? But there's just a shepherd. Wow. <laughs> Christmas is a big commercial racket. We all know it says Lucy. Unbelievable. Um. This was clearly made for adults. There's no way this is a kid's show. By commies? <laughs> Trying to take down capitalism? Anti-capitalism. <laughs> we, all, we all know Christmas was created by big companies <laughs> to sell to a little bit for consumerism purposes. What kid is like, yeah, that's the best part of Christmas. The politics. Big, <laughs> biggest aluminum tree you can find. I do recall this. And why they chose an aluminum tree. I thought... They went hunting for an aluminum tree outdoors where you would find trees. I Are you sure it's an aluminum believe. tree? She said, she said an aluminum she tree. She said aluminum tree. I was talking about Visually, it. I remember that. I remember the sad tree with one ball. But aluminum trees, they can't be real. Are they real? You know what? I don't know. Oh, that's Festivus? <laughs> Festivus for the rest of us? Seriously, Charlie Brown has not said one positive thing this entire episode. He yelled at his friends... He yelled at his dog. I think he yelled at me and Brian at one point. We were not even in this show. 
And now he's he goes up to a bunch of beautiful trees and he says, fantastic. And he picks the most pathetic tree I've ever seen. That's the aluminum tree? That is, you know, of all the trees in this yard, that is... He goes for the most unattractive one. He must be trying to get an, uh, a 3A-Emmer. If you guys don't know what a 3A-Emmer is, it's the least desirable person left at the club at 3A-M that you might have a chance with. Doesn't matter what it is. This tree is a 3A-Emmer. If you don't know what 3 a.m. is, it's the time after 2 a.m. when you should have left the club at 1. So now, <laughs> so now we're back to Lucy straight up laying on Schroeder's piano. Okay, Schroeder is a, he's... Is that his name? Schroeder. I think, yeah, I think it's Schroeder. I think it's Schroeder. Okay. Because um, I think he's named after some kind of, um, I can't think of it right now. Fair enough. And we gave him a lot of credit, but he always <laughs> played that one Beethoven song that we all know. That's true. As, as Lucy just says, Beethoven wasn't so great. And Schroeder is insulted. These are the most negative group of kids I've ever seen in my life. You would think they were raised on TikTok and Instagram the way they act. Like, everything is just trash. Snoopy now is now dancing to Schroeder. I still don't know what this play is about. The Shepherd is no longer there. The Shepherd is with Charlie Brown looking for a tree. I, what is this supposed to be? He's way off rhythm, too. Snoopy's dancing to this jazz music being played, and he's just not even, no, he's not even close. not trying. And, and Schroeder stopped playing his jazz music. Why are these kids so obsessed with jazz? I've never met a child who's like, put on that jazz real quick. Scat, 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 scat jazz. Skip up, dad. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. Lucy trying to explain what Christmas is for this boy because. <laughs> well, she explained it. She said it's consumerism or cat. What did she say again? She said it's a monument to capitalism or something like that. What child in the 50s would even know what capitalism is? It was still under the guise of building up this great country. They didn't know what it was yet. Wow, they're really milking this. Uh... Learning a Christmas song sequence, yeah. Seriously, well, Schroeder just hate-played Jingle Bells for Lucy while Charlie Brown came in with the saddest tree ever. Guys, so proud of himself. (laughs) (laughs) Just not getting it. I think think the lesson behind Charlie Brown was just don't try. (laughs) Just don't ever try. Never for any reason ever in life ever try anything. Everybody laughing Charlie out of the room here <laughs> over his tree. That seems to keep growing those... its leaves back. <laughs> he can't, listen, he, yes. He's, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta pause it, I gotta pause it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay. Okay, so guys, okay, just to explain to you guys what's happening right now, Brian, please back me up. Charlie Brown rolled up in here and his, first of all, he yelled at all of his friends consistently this entire situation. Has not told anybody what this play is about. Absolutely. Lucy, seriously, Lucy comes up and she makes Linus into, uh, um, what's the thing with the, oh my goodness. Linus with the blue thing. What did he turn into again? Oh my goodness. You <laughs> I just don't said, know. A shepherd, a shepherd. Oh, a shepherd. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. Linus magically turns into a shepherd. So Lucy's like, you know what, Charlie? You're, you're annoying me. Go get an aluminum tree, which I, don't, I still don't know if that exists. Charlie and Linus go walk past the most beautiful trees you've ever seen in your life. Drawn in the 1950s, of course. The most beautiful trees you've ever seen in your life. He grabs the most, ba- no, not even, the, the decrepit, yeah. seriously, it looks like it was a forest fire. He's really seeking praise that he hasn't earned. Um, <laughs> he was sent to do one task and he did not come back with an aluminum tree. Failed miserably. And then, and then said, uh, my life is a disaster. Again, showing that this is truly a kid for, uh, truly a show for children. Because that's what every child will sit here. And then is now, his friends, as Brian said, laughed, so, laughed at him and walked away. Again, we don't know what this play is about. We don't know why this sad Christmas tree is here. We don't know why there was a shepherd. We just know that Charlie Brown is just using it to make himself sadder. And they've changed directors a number of times. <laughs> as if there's any direction to be given or found. <laughs> like, 
or like or like like no props no like no script no like and why are the adults letting these kids just like run rough out into this auditorium what, what adults <laughs> there hasn't been one adult in this whole thing and they're in the school this is this, okay I don't okay I know we don't remember Charlie Brown but but this this is an egregious oversight that does not want even Muppet Babies had the legs of somebody you know what I mean Jimmy Neutron or Fairly Odd Parents or Cow and Chicken they had oh, legs oh sure I was gonna say just a moment ago Snoopy didn't have legs and then the moment he wanted to have legs he had legs they didn't they didn't <laughs> he didn't stand up. He just had legs all of a sudden. So you're saying this is a fever dream? Maybe, this is, maybe, this, maybe, maybe Charlie Brown was never real. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe at the end of the day, it was just the figment of Charlie Brown's sad imagination, and he's just sitting in his room looking at his window at kids that he does not know playing. And in his mind, his oh, dog wow. cannon cannot have legs. He's he's trying to get psychiatric. <gasps> okay, okay, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold this on. is Fight Club. Seriously, yes. Yes, there never were any group of kids. These are all just manifestations of, Char- sorry, of Charlie Brown's psyche. Lucy is the alpha that he can't be. Linus is his childhood. Snoopy is the free spirit. Schroeder is the artistry. Like, they're all, could you, see, I mean, I was kidding when I started it's, saying this. It explains the sort of one dimensionality of everybody. Like, this kid is just dirty and sad. <laughs> this kid is just emotional. Like, there's not really any depth behind any of it. That is true. That is 100% true. You're right. They're, 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 they're like Other than his own inner demons. And Snoopy is just this... Uh, I, I can't even... He just, can't even with Snoopy. Get out of here. Snoopy. A flippant... Uh, he's a mascot, I'll be honest with you. But that, but Brian's absolutely right that there's no depth to these. I mean, great, it's a kid's show. But if you're talking about capitalism and uh, the depths of the human psyche and whatever phobia, then you're clearly operating on a different level emotionally and mentally when it comes to this show. So I think you could have written a nuanced character for each one of these children. But no. No, they're one note because they are just representations. It's it's like inside out, anger, mm. joy, mm. sadness. That's what this is. Charlie Brown is not a cartoon. It is a psychological breakdown of a man who liked a girl and was turned down. Let's finish this movie so I can move on with my life. Charlie Brown trying to figure out the spirit of Christmas or whatever. What is what are we doing here? Uh, tearing down capitalism, I think. That's true. Let's not forget what the whole spirit of Christmas is about. <laughs> Return your okay. gifts, children. Confirmed there is a much larger piano that they haven't been using. And that's the only other thing in the auditorium. That's true. And who are they doing this play for? Now, the play has just started after the director's been fired right and left and replaced. And now Linus is giving a speech about... Wait a minute. Okay, we went full Christian with this just now because now he's giving the... the... Okay, so Linus is giving what, the, what, what Christmas is about, giving a, in a, in a, a recitation, I guess. And he went full Bible with it, which is... um. Which is, I mean, it's just unexpected because no I, one invited him to do a monologue. That's why He's I'm just confused. Out here now, <laughs> someone put a spotlight on. <laughs> he just like literally offered this information up. <laughs> hey, kid, get off the stage! <laughs> hey, kid, get off the stage! No applause. He finished his speech to nothing. Silence. <laughs> what? If this is how okay. this ends. So the idea there was just to teach Charlie what Christmas was about. Um, Unfortunately, I don't, I don't know about you. I wasn't really listening to what he was saying. No, no, I was talking over it. <laughs> so we may never know. No, I gave up a while ago. Once well, Lucy already broke it down for us. Capitalism and consumerism. We, there's nothing else to learn. And there are it, also twin girls here that I didn't notice ever in my whole life. I looked away for a moment and I missed those twin girls and I'm afraid I'll never see them again. And I'll just wonder what twins you're talking about for the rest of my days. And Charlie, did anyone learn anything from this? He's just, he's carrying the, I see twin girls. he's carrying the tree around like a pet. I don't he know really what he's is. doing with this. It's, is it for the play or not? He's probably going to die with his hands. 
<laughs> That's it. So now they're doing a voiceover of Linus's speech that nobody asked for, but they're making it seem as though Linus is now dead because it's a voiceover even though Linus mm. is right next to him. So, but like Brian said, it's almost wishing upon a star for some Christmas spirit. And he just resolved to like be happy all of a sudden. He, there's, there was nothing. That has never worked in the history of man ever. Just saying, I'll be happy. Um, there was a song called Don't Worry, Be Happy. That person is upset. That person is dead. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Wow. Oh, this, oh, I thought it was over because it, it faded to black, but it insists no, on. To be clear, we are deep in the third act and really not much has been uh, revealed, happened, anything. Explained, resolved. What was the play about? Why, now, now what's the competition? Because now Charlie just walked up to Snoopy's doghouse, Snoopy, mortal enemy of Brian, and somehow Snoopy won first place in whatever it is. <sighs> Charlie Brown put one ornament on his pathetic tree. Oh, jeez. I can't even get what I'm saying. Charlie Brown put one ornament on his sad tree and it tipped over. He said, oh, everything I do with the instrument of doom. I don't know what he said. Something sad. Abandoned it right away, by the way. <laughs> he did. He did. He killed. Like he didn't know going in. This was a sad tree. So all the other kids come along and they're they're sort of offsetting Charlie's attitude about it. They're trying to recover the tree. Seriously. Turn it into a positive here. See what we can do. Once again, it's Linus who is now just carrying Charlie Brown's emotional weight, like just way more than a human being should. So what they've done is robbed Snoopy of his decorations on his uh, doghouse and applied it to the tree that now looks like a tree. Yes, somehow. Well, it's a, much to Brian's delight because he hates Snoopy. Seems to have taken pine needles from somewhere and really <laughs> filled the tree out. No, seriously, guys, this tree was at most a branch or a decre- or a dead tree, and now it's a full-on evergreen. And now they're singing at the tree. Oh, and they just... Oh they're my singing a lot of ooze because it's easy to animate. And That's I true. don't appreciate when people do that. And Charlie Brown comes in like a house of fire. What's going on here? Upset. Listen, Charlie Brown, you need to calm down. Someone, someone needs to just... Lucy tried to emotionally manipulate him. It clearly didn't work enough. And now they're just yelling Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. But why? But why? Why for any of this? Charlie Brown came in how? <sighs> so, okay. Here's... Okay. What... <laughs> Oh, the credits are rolling. Oh, so we're done. All right. So we're just, <laughs> so, so, so we're that's just, how it's going to be. We're so just we're not going to explain it. Yeah. So what's going on now is they're out in the snow following this uh, tree f- fixing situation. Now, suddenly they're well rehearsed and all of them are singing the same thing. None of this was going on in theater. No. Um, they never got around to doing the play that they no. were rehearsing. <laughs> Whatever no. that was. <laughs> the shepherd is no longer the star of this play. Um, right. Luck is coming on next for Apple TV Plus. You guys are just doing that. Okay, so... All right, so this is the... Wow. Yeah. Um, so Initial that, thoughts. Oh, well, okay. So, <laughs> obviously, Charlie Brown is a, um, is a psychological minefield. It was obviously created by somebody who needed probably therapy, but it was the 50s. So, if you needed therapy, they'd be like, you're being a kook, and you had to just kind of get over it. As your dad was drinking whiskey and your mom was like selling Tupperware, I don't, I don't know how the fifties work, and yeah, I, I just your, your thoughts, Brian. Mm. I can't even process it right now because I'm still upset by that song. It's interesting that all of the characters seem to be dealing with the same issues. They're all at some point in the episode very annoyed by something. <laughs> On a dime, they turn it right around at the slightest uh, sign of inspiration. And uh, it's weird that Charlie is even the focus of this because he doesn't really stand out as a character as far as I'm concerned. Unless Other than you... being the owner of the dog, he's the he's the thread that ties them to the dog that I really just wish we didn't have in the story at all. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I mean, 
I guess it's supposed to be like comic relief, but Snoopy, like it just he's just falls short every time. Seriously. I don't I don't get the point of him. Um I know that speaking of family guys, you said before, Charlie Brown and Snoopy's relationship is what inspired Stewie and Brian to go into many adventures as they go on. And it's kind of like weird that that's what Seth MacFarlane was inspired by because there's nothing about Charlie Brown and Snoopy's relationship that would make me think, oh, this would be right for comedy. It would be like, clearly behind closed doors, he beats Snoopy or the other way around. But there's some or sort he of- he needs to. He needs to be. You're, you're, actually, you're right. Yes, you're absolutely right. Because Snoopy is a, he's an out of control menace. Snoopy's like an untrained child who like knows the parents won't do anything. So he just laughs in Charlie Brown's face. Then you have, like Brian said, the psychological torture of Lucy. You have everyone's just mad at each other. And then at the end, they sing. And listen, I mean, I've seen Tyler Perry movies. I've seen musicals. I've seen High School Musical. When you all start singing at the end, it may seem like things are okay, but there's not that much psychological torment in High School Musical. Usually it's just, you know, trying to play basketball while, you know, I don't know, singing at the same time. I don't know, you know, whatever. The point is, Charlie Brown, <laughs> Charlie Brown is extremely sad. So these kids try to sing at the end, but we've learned nothing. Linus gave a speech out of nowhere. I don't even know why they were getting the tree. Was that supposed to be for the play? No, it's just hope and pray the world fixes your problems for you, I guess. Um, <laughs> by the way, I, I'm i sure this true. could be fact-checked, but I can't think of a time when, when it was ever proven that Snoopy was Charlie's dog. That is true. He just lives outside with a dog house, but there are no fences anywhere. He's just, you know, just some dog. That's Has he ever... Maybe s- that's what it is. He's just a loose dog. You know, as a matter of fact... I don't think he is Charlie's dog because there's a movie called Snoopy Come Home and Snoopy belongs to a young girl and it's like the most depressing cartoon ever and it's just Snoopy like being out and about gallivanting. You know. That's how Charlie acquired him? Just some some poor girl loses I her dog? Think, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think, and you know, you guys can... It's oh, so consistent with the universe of yeah, Charlie Brown, absolutely. That he would kidnap a dog. He probably kidnapped the dog and then got mad at the girl for him kidnapping the dog and the girl got mad at him and then they sang at each other and then everyone just let it go. For one child to be happy, another has to be sad. The Highlander rule of life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, okay. What are, what are the three questions this week? Uh, they change, uh, they change week to week. You know what, though? I really wish at some point along the way, um, somebody had marked Snoopy. Yeah. There it is. You know, I was holding up the entire episode so you can get that. I was like, I, I'll, I'll give I, him the marked line. 11th uh, hour every time. There you go. There you go. So the three questions that we usually ask, and by we, I mean me, is why did you like him? So why did we like why did you, Brian, like Charlie Brown? Did you like Charlie Brown? Well, I liked, uh, you know what? I enjoyed aspects of it. What? Of what we just saw? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you yeah, serious? well, I liked that it was short. Okay. Um, <laughs> didn't, didn't last I liked that it had an old-timey charm. They throw you some curveballs. When you watch a cartoon, you sort of know the beats. You know exactly how, okay, we're in Act 2. This is where all the conflict happens, mm. and we start working our way towards a resolution here. In this yeah. case, there was no resolution Nothing was accomplished, and it was just, it kept me guessing the whole way through. In fact, even at the end, when the credits rolled, I was very confused by the fact that we were at the end. So I, so you so you like the big Lebowski approach to Charlie Brown, where like... I like you, the surprise of it all. Just, okay, I mean, okay, so so that's why you would, so, so you're saying it would hold up now, but remember the thing is, why did you like it? Mm, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I never liked it ever. Oh, there you go. And now I think it holds up. Wow, wow. Big jump. Okay, so, wow. I think this is the kind of thing that our generation needs, Sad. is to understand, 
or at least to understand that you you don't always get a happy ending with everything all I, the time. Listen, we're in our thirties. I, I, <laughs> like, I think we understand that. Sometimes you just gotta all be sad and then just go. Eh, eh, all right. So still riding that emo bus on it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so um, that notwithstanding, which you know what? Okay. So so to your point, you're saying that um, Charlie. <laughs> I, I need to get this completely right. This is, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot explain to you how much I hate this character. Brian may just hate Snoopy, but I hate all of this. I hate this universe. I hate this this show. I hate the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I, I hate... We I, didn't get a lot of the greatest hits, though, either. We didn't get we the didn't. football thing. No, like, we didn't get good grief. No, yeah. no. You know, you know, honestly, because it was such a sad movie, they were like, let's not put anything that anybody would like in it. Let's make it the most unlikable thing ever. So when Brian says that he wants us as a, as a culture to watch Charlie Brown be psychologically tormented, get a crappy tree, have no resolution, and kind of meander through a, a non-existent play. You know what? I honestly, I, you know what? I, and this is going to be even crazier. I think those kids all might be dead. Forget about the personalities. They might all be dead. Because <laughs> nobody came in that theater. There's no parents. Oh, you know what? Oh my goodness. That's a whole different avenue to go Oh, down. that is why. Oh, okay. Right? That's why she's playing a doctor. We have a... Exactly. This is um, Lord of the Flies? Yes, there we go. There we go. So all the parents are gone. All the parents are gone there, right? Marked. Yes. Ah, oh, two for two. Two for this man. Get this man a medal. Get him a Dane Cook CD in his. <laughs> uh, side note, ladies and gentlemen, Brian is a massive Dane Cook fan to this day. The dude used to dress like Dane Cook. He, I'd be like Brian Peoples. He'd be like, no, no, call me DC baby. DC. I've seen multiple Dane Cook shows Live. in Los Angeles, and where in I the- lived for a long time. I'm very Los Angeles. Did you ever see him in person? I did a lot. That's what I just said. I think. No, 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 no. Not live shows. Did you actually meet Dane Cook one-on-one, shake his hand? Oh, yeah. Before that, I worked on a film of his, and I forgot about that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I did. Wait, what? What movie? It was called, like, American Exit or something. It did not get a lot of attention. That was years back. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe wait. five years what ago. What did you do on the... Wait, wait. Well, hold on. Forget all, I did a little, like, Foley editing. I don't think I got rolling credits on that, but I was, no, I was but new st- at the time. Did you meet him? Yeah, yeah. On yeah. the set? Not on the set. It's well, post-production, yeah. And did you say like, hey, Dane Cook, I used to like follow you in college or I love just, I'm, I'm not even kidding anymore. Now I'm being serious. I'm very invested in this. It's just a charming. But, but you didn't say that you still in the CDs back in the day, like, you know, retaliation. Now, okay. I am actually a Dane Cook fan. <laughs> I was associated <laughs> Brian. No, he puts on a great show, if, yeah. if we're being honest. Very entertaining, very high energy, even now. And he's like 50 something years old. What, so what'd you say to him? Like I know you had to work, obviously, but did you did you mention? I know you had to be professional. And, you know, oh, not much. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I met him in passing, and then I went to do post production stuff. I wasn't like working with him through the film. It was like we were like replacing his footsteps gotcha. and stuff like that. Yeah, just like sound, you know, whatever. Yeah, correction. Audio post production. There we go. That's awesome, though, man. Oh my goodness, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So, um, wow, wow. Okay, um, sorry, I'm gonna switch gears. <laughs> Next <laughs> like, time you hear Dane Cook walking. I know, just think Brian did that. As a matter of fact, one time I saw him walking, but it was silent. And I think I, he didn't know you yet. I was out. I was out. <laughs> so you were there. <laughs> I was like, I took me right out of the movie. It was like, what? There would be no walking without Seriously, me. what is this guy doing? And then Brian made exit wounds with him. Um, or the, uh, exit. <laughs> really going off the rails. Sorry. American Exit? Yes, American Exit. I don't even know if I have that right. I want to see that, actually. You know, we might watch that on the next episode. Why did I like it? I never saw it in full. Why did we like Dan Cook? We, oh, okay. There we I go. I still like Dan yes, Cook. That's easy. That's too easy. But hold on. No, no, no. No, we, no they, don't know, they don't know that. They don't know us, okay? They listen to our podcast. We just explained a lot. <laughs> we did. I know we told them. They know us, actually, at this point. We should do Why Did I Like Dan Cook or something that affects. I do like that. To so put a button on this episode before we wrap this thing up because it's been going on for 55 minutes. Now, now, 
may I please tell, I want to point out that whenever it's me alone rambling and ranting and raving about things from back in the 90s, I'm told, under no certain circumstances, to hurry up. And it's like, cut it down to five seconds. My overlord over here wants me to have five-minute episodes, which is physically impossible. I sound like a rambling fool. But now that he's here with his leather jacket and his turtleneck and his, his Dane Cook bragging and his Charlie Brown bashing ways, and his L.A. lifestyle, he's like, hey, man, let us go for an hour or two, baby. This is going to get cut down to five minutes anyway. All right, good. Just have <laughs> just do this. Just release it as the Dane Cook episode, and we'll just discuss that one part. Um, but I do want to get, okay, some real quick, real quick, real quick rapid-fire thoughts before we wrap this up about this. Hit it. I'm going to say a word. First thing that comes to your mind, Charlie Brown. Christmas. 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 <laughs> uh, football. Oh. It has to be rapid fire. Let's okay. start this. Let's All start right. this again. Let's All run right. this back. Okay. Start. Rapid fire. Okay. Charlie Brown. Christmas. Snoopy. Ugh. L- Linus. Gross. Lucy. Mean. Pig pen. Dirty. <laughs> I also want you to say black kid. White. <laughs> uh, Schroeder. I don't remember who that is. The one with the play the, uh, the piano. Oh, um, redundant. Twins with purple dresses. Uh, elusive. Christmas special. Happening right now. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it right there. I have been the nefarious Mike A. Sims, and uh, you've been the overlord Brian Peoples. Now, um, I feel like we've dragged this episode out long enough. I had a blast. What did you think? How was it? Your first time here? I had a good time. It's weird getting in. We've been staring at ourselves on video the whole time, and I found that really distracting. I do that that, every day. Every day. If I can get through a day without seeing myself on screen or on camera, then I don't know if that day was worth it. So this has been time well spent to me. Um, but again, I've been the nefarious Mike A. Sims. You can follow me on Instagram, YouTube, any of those things, TikTok, at Mike A. Sims, and they can find you where? If you want your own quality program, you could find us at peoplesmedianetwork.com, not the handle on Instagram. We don't use that really yet. Okay, so for the last 12 episodes, I've... That's right. I appreciate the thought, though. <laughs> I've, uh... There's nothing on the Instagram. Uh, okay. Um, so to everybody who's ever gone on there for the past 12 episodes, I apologize. Um, but yeah, seriously, all jokes aside, thank you so much for being here, Brian. It's been a pleasure. We will do this again soon. Um, we might just end up making this the podcast going forward. It's my joy. Yeah. No, it's really fun. It's really yeah. fun. Once I got used to the whole uh, staring at us in the in the video in front of our face, it was uh, it was a blast. Yeah, you kind of forget the cameras there after a while. Like one time I walked by naked in front of this and was gone yeah. just for a while. And then I got the complaints and it's the whole thing. Yeah. My, my biggest gripe with the show, really, honestly, to date, is that <laughs> I always want to add in my own commentary because I always go you know what I think he would appreciate this thought but he's just not here to hear it and there was that and I did so. appreciate it it was awesome to have a co-host here so uh, you want to send this out with the uh, the catchphrase <laughs> I know the catchphrase I know get uh, no no no, no. Uh, alright so send us out with the catchphrase Brian he is of course the nefarious Mike A. Sims and we oh oh and we will see you on the flip side of humanity Merry Christmas